Everybody, welcome to the Manga Sensei Podcast, and today we have a treat, someone that I've been trying to get a hold of for a long time, because they are internet famous. I actually have an internet famous person on my podcast. We have Koichi from Tofugu. Say hi, Koichi. Hey, how's it going? I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're like, like I'm not saying you're like A class. You're I mean you're not like you know Kylie Jenner or anything. But you're 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 like in our little world. You're like you know pretty. I think you're like you know Japanese god on the internet, aren't you? I don't I don't think so at all. And also I'm too old to know who Kylie Jenner is. Maybe or just I, I, I'm bad at pop culture, so <laughs> no more of those. But you only do pop culture for a living, right? Do I? Not at kind all. of like I really? I, mean, I don't know I think if you niche down because I don't know in our world in the Reddit world you have mm-hmm. you know the where house is in pop culture and then the Japanese sphere and, it, and then there's the Japanese sphere even niche down that you know people that speak native English access mm-hmm. and I think in that that world you kind of you kind of reign well that that might be the problem is because I'm Never on Reddit. <laughs> oh, see, that's what it is. Yeah, you need to you need to get on Reddit and look at all the terrible things that people say on Reddit. I, it's I, great. Every once in a while, someone sends me one of those, and I'll jump on just to to see that. It's a lot of conspiracy theories and mm-hmm. weird stuff like that. You know, there, there's there's been some funny ones. There was um yeah. a, a while ago, someone took the Genki textbook and broke down like how it's actually a really really creepy story, which that was pretty entertaining for oh. someone who has a interesting relationship with the Genki textbook. I, I think that's been widely known for a long time. The whole Marion Takeshi. Yeah, I think so. Thing. And yeah, that's, that's pretty weird. Especially when you jump to the next book, I, I hear it gets a little bit weirder, but does it get even weirder? Mm-hmm. I, I can't smoles. confirm, but you should definitely check. I'll have to, I'll have to look more into that. See with our, we do a little comic and you guys actually, thank you first off for hosting that comic. I, I really do appreciate it. That's been a big deal for us. Oh yeah. Thanks for um, making it. Hey, it's it's a lot of fun. Our artist, she's fantastic, and we, we really enjoy telling stories. We put, try to put a lot of little hints of things going on there with a l- real story. But we have like um, instead of like a creepy background story, we have just a <laughs> lot of uh, ties to literature. Like, I don't want to ruin everything, but Takizo, if you've ever read Musashi, no. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, you got to read Musashi. See, it's that's a wonderful like book. that's like Mukashi no pop culture. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> all of it. Well, Musashi. I mean, if you, you yeah. know the story of like who like Miyamoto Musashi was, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the. the I, I I know him through uh, Kendo because yeah, he's like you know the god of Nito Kendo. So yeah, but that's that's about it. And then people reference it a lot, and uh, I don't know. That's about as far as yeah, I, it's it's I referenced got. a lot. The thing is, we don't technically know how he read his name because of the kanji, mm-hmm. and the wide consensus is it's probably read Musashi, but there is a good chance that he was read Takezo. Hmm. And so um, there's still a party of people in Japan who read it as Takezo and even refer to it as Takezo, also called Musashi or vice versa. All right. And so um, we called one of the characters Takezo, who secretly has a connection to Musashi, just to kind of play with things a little bit. But that's about as weird as we get. Okay. Oh, well, we, we, we name everyone after Iron Chef participants. Oh, do so, you really? You know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Actually, had a gal on the podcast a couple weeks ago, uh, Akiko, and she was one of the judges for Iron Chef. She said it was pretty no pretty cool experience. No way! Like I, I assume Iron Chef America, or was she very old? 
uh, I don't know how old she is because she's Japanese. She's Wakamiyeru. But she was the (laughs) astrology ambassador from Japan, and now she runs things in the States. So I don't know whether it was in Japan or if it was, um, but I'm fairly certain it was. That's that's pretty cool regardless. Either way, like it's cool anything anything I've done. Yeah, see, I can't, I can't follow that up. That's that's pretty neat. We're, but we're you, all you obsessed with Iron Chef here. You guys are. But like the old you, original one. The original one. Yeah. Dang. No, I, re- I remember watching the original one before I could before I learned how to speak Japanese, and I'm you know of course still learning. But it was, I was just like saw these guys in their really their super shiny coats and run. Mm-hmm. It was I thought it was super cool as a kid. It was one of the, that and like, I was a big Power Ranger kid. Yeah. <laughs> so that was. It's that was the thing when I found out it was a whole ripoff of Super Sentai. The, and it just blew the, my mind. The, the American one, Iron Chef, is kind of like that, where they well, like they dub stuff, and they also kind of change some of the stories around, the dramas around. Yeah. Um, and then they also cut a lot of episodes and only brought certain ones over. Oh. And so, like, they kind of sh- reshaped some of the stories and dramas. So, like, if you watch the... You can watch all the Japanese ones on YouTube, I think, for uh-huh. in, like, you know, 180p or something. But, uh, like... Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on, and and uh, yeah, we're we're all, not all of us. Actually, it's just like two of us. It's and me and me and uh, one of the developers were really into it since like high school, and uh, yeah. So like the I think the last yeah it was the last time we went to Japan for our work stuff. We we started our Iron Chef tour, so we're like going to all the Iron Chef restaurants to to see which Iron Chef restaurant reigns supreme, so to speak. <laughs> And uh, reign supreme. Yeah, and so yeah. Anyways, that, I'll, I'll awesome. also listen to that that uh, past episode. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's crazy. But so, just kind of some background, because I mean, I've done a little bit of research before this podcast, and I followed you guys for probably about five years or so now. Mm-hmm. Well, at least that. I mean, it's probably been 2011 is when I probably started following you guys. Okay, so that's pretty close to the start. No, it was Fairly, 2007, I think. I think, is when I started it. But Yeah. But you were also doing, like, like uh, Nihongo no Mori and a couple of other things, weren't you? I have no idea what that is, so maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. So what, 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 what brought about Tofugu? I mean, I, I've never really heard the origin story. Uh, well, basically, I was, a, I was just being lazy. So I was at university, and um, I just... I. I did this with a lot of things, but uh, or a lot of classes. But I just I convinced the teacher to let me do independent study instead of doing like some other class, and and Tofugu was one of those independent studies. Um, oh, wow! And so yeah, I just got college credit for starting a vlog and and writing about Japan stuff. Um, and that's and it you know just it was popular enough where I thought I'd I'd give it a go after I graduated. Um, failed miserably, uh, trying to do like. Uh, uh, making advertising revenue, um, right. but uh, yeah, I don't know. It kind of took off from there. I got other jobs after that, but then was able to come back full time about a year or two after I graduated. Nice. Yeah. So but how laziness. how is that transition? Because I mean, I mean, I'm trying to get to that spot right now with manga sensei, where I'm not just doing, you know, jobs on the side. My background's in design, so I do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff on the side and did translation for a long time, but. It was the devil, so I got out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I think you're on the right track. It's just it's you know sell, selling your own product that you know you right. you would use yourself or that you believe in um, is kind of the first step, and then gathering people that that think like you. You're you're an internet company. You don't you don't actually need that many 
uh, customers to make a living on something because yeah. the profit margins are very high. Um, so you can right. really make something niche or specific. Um, like, I mean, I, I think like we, we make Wani Kani and I think that's hit a chord with a lot of people, but it's also like quite niche when you think about it. It was like, it was something yeah. made for myself where it's like, oh, I wish I had this instead of having to do rote memorization. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, uh, of course, other people feel the same way too about rote memorization. So it kind of worked yeah, out. Yeah, well, Wani Kani was kind of a, I don't know, a, a unicorn in some aspects of the fact that it it took you from ground zero, but it because of how it helped you memorize it and how it helped you learn it with the mnemonic systems and in mm-hmm. consistently keeping you on it. I mean, when I, so I introduced it, of course, like before I told you before the podcast that I had a lot of the kids when I was TAing uh, back in the University of Nebraska and other people that I knew would study, I'd tell them, you know, if you want to learn kanji, I'd check out Wani Kani. It's really quite useful. And, um, because when you when you get them going, I mean, it's constantly reminding you, here, check this, do this real fast, and then keep going. And so it's as close as you can get not being in Japan, having kanji, being inundated with kanji, but actually having a set system that ha- kind of takes you down a path, and there's a begin point and end point and a consistent uh, uh, measure to it, which is quite interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, so I actually my like my main interest personally isn't so much Japanese, which I don't know, maybe it's sacrilege to say, but I'm actually <gasps> interested in like gen- general education, um, uh-huh. how people learn, things like that. But like Japanese happens to be the way I can express that, especially right, right. now. Um, so like, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I, my background is more like education. Uh, I, I, I was going to say neuroscience, but that's not something I study in school or anything. It's just <laughs> reading, you know, things for yeah. 10 years. Uh, I almost swore. Is that okay if I swear? <laughs> if you swear, I'll bleep it out. You're good. Okay. I will not swear. I just know some people drive in the car with their kids and they listen to this podcast. Oh, so I try yeah. to keep it somewhat safe. Yeah. We have a lot of, a lot of mothers who listen to their kids. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> um, never mind that. Anyway. So yeah. So just general education. And so like, uh, I think for Wani Kani, it was, it was like, you know, we're borrowing a lot of past ideas as well, but we're also applying a lot of, um, I don't know, just learning co- or just like ways to learn that like go really against like what is common sense. Like cause learning, a lot of things with learning, it goes way against common sense. Um, yeah. But like we, we force people to wait is one thing um, that people just absolutely hate, but like yeah. it's, it's really good for you because um, mm-hmm. you need that time between reviews for it to like actually mean anything to recall it again uh, for for your actual brain um mm-hmm. because like if you can get someone to do a review or recall something right before they're f- gonna forget it that's like you know it, that your brain puts a lot more important uh, importance on that than something you recalled like immediately after you you recalled it a few seconds before so you do right. things like that um we another thing people hate that we keep doing is uh like we don't we don't like really forgive people for putting in uh, the the wrong answer. We're a little bit more lenient now. Like we, if you put onyomi instead of kunyomi, like whatever, we'll let you try again. But like if you if you type in the the um, the reading, for example, while you're supposed to do the meaning, we don't let you do that. But that's just to like keep people uh, focused and keep their mind active rather than just like you know like you mm-hmm. get this review hypnosis if you're doing flashcards. I don't know if you've ever experienced this where you're just like kind of on a roll and it feels really good. Um, but it's not, 
it's not actually like it's not helping you to learn as much as if you're like actively learning and switching between different things and 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 staying active right so, right like, that's, that's just like a couple examples of, of things we do um that have nothing to do with japanese but <laughs> get applied to this that i think make wani kani special it, it also happens to be the things that people hate the most which is you know awesome but if uh they don't like it they can use anki right so that's customize true. all and you want and, and overwhelm yourself with reviews as much as you want. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think, I think well, they, of course, both have their merits and there are, of course, people that have unique work methods of trying to study and learn Japanese. I think, at least for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, particularly for people that want to do this long term. Um, I brought up this art, this point on a, a blog post I did a little bit ago is if, you're really, if you really want to learn Japanese, if you want to learn this language, if you learn, for example, all the kanji tomorrow, are you suddenly going to stop studying Japanese or something? No, it's like I a, mean, it's a very small part. That's <laughs> yeah, it's a very very small part. I mean, I'm I've been studying for eight years. I'm nowhere near perfect. I think I can't remember what I got. I just took the OPI again. I can't remember if I'm getting if I got like advanced higher superior. I don't have any idea, but I just know when I did when I did it. I found like three, four mess ups that I wrote down a little piece of paper when I was in. I was like, why did I say that? That was dumb. Here's this. That's incorrect. Like, it's not like you stop learning a language. Yeah, and moreover, for sure. would you want to? If you really like the language, if you really enjoy it, do you just suddenly want to like not do it anymore? Yeah, totally. And I, like that that brings up another thought or just like a lot of people who use Wanikani, they think it's the end all sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know why they think that because... Uh, we certainly don't market it that way. It's like we we want people to get to uh, kind of a certain level, and then we try to c- start kicking them off the the system because they should be going out and reading, um, mm-hmm. using everything in context. It's like really just the first step to to being able to to do everything else, and it's one of the harder steps and one of the steps that right. nobody knows how to teach. But it's it's still only well, you could a say that for almost portion. any part of Japanese, though. I mean, no one. I feel I don't know. I feel like people are trying to be able to teach Japanese. Um, but you get a lot of like, and I, I'm going to call some one one company, like for example, like Japan Pod 101. Like <laughs> it's just sentences over and over and over again. Yeah. Yep. And that's great for some people. If you want to go to Japan, have emergency sentences, good on you. Mm-hmm. But I've never used a no. rote sentence outside of Ogenki desu ka. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, there's a lot of resources out there that, um, like it's it's really easy to make something that makes people feel like they're learning. And uh-huh. it it feels really good to the customer. It's really easy to sell. It's, uh, you know, like people keep buying it, keep subscribing to those kind of things. But like yeah. in the end, it's not actually going to help them that much. Like it, I, you know, like Wani Kani, we just, we sell less kind of on purpose because we don't want to like bend to making people feel like they're learning when, when they're not like, yeah. we, we, they're, they're learning the hard way is basically how we want to do it. We want to make it easy to do that, but they still have mm-hmm. to learn the hard way. Otherwise, there's like, no, no learning. That's one of the reasons that when we got some flack from a couple of people in our audience, because when we put out our comic, the comic was in colloquial real Japanese. Mm-hmm. And from lesson one, of course, we're helping you identify, you know, basic Japanese sentence structure. Here's wa particle. Here's ga particle. We're slowly kind of building it up. Here's, here's, the, two types of, here's the three types of verbs, you know, and things like that. And as we kind of level up, you can understand more and more. But for people, of course, who want are a higher level and just can read it, that's fine too. 
but people are like, why didn't you just make really simple sentences at the beginning? I was like, because if you go to Japan, no one's going to speak to you in really simple sentences. Yeah. It's, that's, if that's you want to see one. how Japanese yeah. people actually speak, this is a resource for you. To see, have it written down in front of your face how Japanese people actually talk to each other. So I, I, I'm going to ask like how, how you work this out. Like I, I've run into uh, this particular problem a lot of times where... So like kind of our our philosophy for anything that we teach is to make sure that the the reader knows 80% of whatever we're teaching uh, uh-huh. before we teach it. So like either it's using things that are are recognizable in in day-to-day life to teach something, the first thing, mm-hmm. but it also means like ordering things in a way that the new lesson it's like already 80% of it or 90% of it is something that they know well. Right, um, so they can actually learn a little bit more instead yeah. of just being completely overwhelmed. So like so with that like we we've run into the trouble with okay do we do like even even if it's like formal Japanese versus casual Japanese versus colloquial Japanese it's like trying to figure out how to make those steps so that they are able to uh, go to the next step and know eighty percent without um, well at this at the same time like getting people to the point where they can use like real Japanese rather than like textbook mm-hmm. Japanese or something like that. So I, I've and gone back and forth on that, and I don't, I, I don't have an answer. I'm just I'm asking you. Maybe you can tell me. Well, at least how I, I, I see it, I kind of follow like the Pareto's principle on this one with the 80-20 rule, mm-hmm. where we try to make sure at least 20% of the vocabulary is, is either, I mean, we have all the vocabulary already down so you can see what the words are. You don't have mm-hmm. to memorize all the words. They're not all useful. Um, being able to d- discern which vocabulary is important to your current level in Japanese is up to you. Um, not something that I ter- care to get in the game of outside of my 30-day challenge. And I research those words. Every single one of them is to be the most commonly used words from a couple of corpuses that I've gone over. Mm-hmm. But with the comic, the idea was out of each lesson, every day is including and focusing on that particular grammar point. So we no, don't overuse them, but we find ways to work them naturally into the conversation that the characters are having. So while there's maybe a considerable amount of grammar points they don't understand, we're sl- we're impl- we're employing the most useful things first, and then continue to build off those building blocks. So whether they go back at the be- to the beginning after learning so much, or if they just use all of the words there as a crutch and then learn the little bit that they don't know. If for example, if that we're going over what ichidan verbs are and how they conjugate differently than mm-hmm. godan verbs, yeah. The- and that's the little difference that they can make on. We're just going to focus on from in the character's conversation and in the lesson above the t- the, the text, um, that one little point, a step at a time. Cool. It still so, sounds like a hard problem. <laughs> it is. It is. And I don't think there's any perfect answer to it, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I think that's that's kind of how I've rationalized it in my head. To, I want to, I don't know, I have this thing, and this may be bad, but so when I learned Japanese... Um, as an LDS missionary, I um, I didn't learn it for the first couple months that I was in Japan, nor with the training that we received beforehand. And when I rec- I had this moment where I recognized um, that Japanese is difficult. It's up to me. I need to discern what's actually useful, and I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. And so what I'm attempting to do is with my podcast, with the comic, with the 30-day challenge, they're all inten- intended to be intensive and not lying to you. I don't want people to 
I want people to feel like if they accomplish something by actually being able to accomplish something. I'm going to give them the tools to get there, but I'm I'm not there to hold your hand per se. Yeah. I mean, I I've cried so many times over Japanese. It's not even funny. It's <laughs> kind of stupid, honestly. Yeah, it's 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 tough. It's tough. I think. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because I'm coming from my own perspective, but. It's 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 much easier to learn Japanese than it is to teach it. Oh yeah. Well, it's just yeah. It, like really, if you just if you just machine gun every day and 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 do stuff, you're gonna run into things that that like you know stick stick with your brain because uh-huh. like you, you had something to attach it to, or it's just like it, it's something you already yeah. knew a part of. But like then the other a whole bunch of other stuff is just gonna kind of fluff off. Um, mm-hmm. It's easy to do that. You just have to be stubborn. Yeah. But figuring out how to make that efficient and how to teach people in a way that like it, it, it it's sticks and they can it's use it more sticking than not. That's 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 the hard part. That's like you know the uh, what is it all Japanese all the time. That's that's like yeah. that method where you just like you machine gun yourself with a bunch of um, Japanese and then just the part that's like one plus one or one step above your level is what sticks, but like everything mm-hmm. else doesn't. And it's effective because you're doing all Japanese all the time, but yeah. you also have to you just give front up load your a life. bunch of vocab, you learn <laughs> the stuff and you, and you, you kind of yeah. just get some grit and you go through it. Yeah. And then there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, no. I, there's, there's a better mousetrap, I think. I agree. I agree. Actually, I actually think that's a perfect jumping off point. So for people who are fans of this podcast, listen to this podcast, um, ever, at about the middle-ish, this right now is kind of two-thirds, but um, I tried to jump into speaking exclusively Japanese, and Koichi has been very, very kind. He's decided to speak with my lowly self. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, in, in the language. So if you are new to Japanese, um, I recommend trying to listen anyway. Try to find the words that you know. If you know watashi and des. Find watashi and des in the sentence. Okay, I'm going to use Find a lot of watashi words and des. That's what? mostly what I'll be using for this next little bit is watashi and des or boku and des. Okay. I'm a little More older, so I'll, I'll just be <laughs> <laughs> talking down on you the whole time. No, <laughs> do it. Yeah, でしょ<笑> よく日本語 
僕たちがもうあの漫画先生でも3人4人しかほとんどいないですけどあの日本人が1人に行ってあのゆりちゃん、うんゆりちゃんと言うんですが、うん、<笑>あの1か月2か月くらいあの日本語だけ話そうとしたんだけどゆりちゃんすごい英語ペラペラからもなくなって<笑>あと1か月2か月くらいなくなっちゃったまあねあそなんかそしてなあのあアメリカ人は日本にいるときになんか日本人はいつも英語,しゃ英語話したい英語話したいそう言うからそ,それはちょっとうんまあ、うちょっとうざいから<笑>あの<笑>そうでしょう、ねまあ、ちょっと失礼というわけじゃないですけどちょっとしつこい気がするでしょ、うん、で日本語を使いたいからもうまあ逆,逆だったらもう、うん、ちゃんと英語で話してあげる、うん、私、うんうん、ほとんど今の日本語話せるきっかけはほとんどねあの僕の今まだ日本で住んでいらっしゃるなんか友達とかあの話あったり、うん、そしてあの今あのちょっと日本語の授業を取ってるあのビジネスの日本語というんですか取ってるの今取っています今<笑>あじゃあ尊敬語とか話せるじゃん<笑>そうっすよそれとあの漢字ばっかりの言葉で中国語と似てて<笑>どうやってこれ読むんだろうって思っちゃうんですがあの大変だ、ね、ビジネスはねあのいろんな違いがあるし、あの最近、まあね、あの陶器の代わりにサイと使いと始めてあの、どうしてサイサイと言うんでしょうか、<笑>あのサイがなんか特別時間じゃないと言うんじゃない。<笑>うん、なあ、まあね、それ、J、JLPT1 を勉強してたとき、サイ並びました気がする。うん、<笑>覚えてないけども。僕は少しだけ覚えてあったんだけどよ,よく使わないからあの、まあ、日本語の力士権以外にあの勉強して必要がないから、ね、ちょっとたまに新聞で読むんだが、うん、そんなに<笑>いらないでしょ<笑>あいらないいらない、うん、でもどうやってそれを区別するんでしょうかあのやはり日本語を勉強する間<笑>たくさんい,いらない日本語が学んでしまって特に元気で教科書とか。<笑>大丈夫じゃない<笑>でもどうやってこれをなんかいるんだろうとどうやこれを絶対いらないとあの判断するんでしょうかあ、まあ、き気にしない方がいいと思うけど<笑><笑>な、まあ、何か習ったらいい,い,い,い,いことと思う,う,んうん、うん、それはも,もったいないと思うまあエフィシエントではないけどもったいないと思う何でもなるほどそれで今まだないや多分聞いていらっしゃる方々がこれを聞いて気にすれば気にしなくてもいいと考えてしまうけど自分が入れない日本語を使っちゃって、まあね、あの僕が悪いだと考えてしまうからそういう人にどうやって答えるんでしょう,う間違いたくないからまあいいじゃん間違えても<笑><笑>最高な、ま、間違わない、ま、間違ってないならなな何も習ってないと思ううん漫画先生のもっとかご存知ですかな,なんだっけ一万、ま、間違い一万とな,な,なんだっけ<笑>読んだっけ間違いを犯し,した,、ま、犯した後<笑>ペレペリになる、まあ、そうだねえ、うんうん、小石先生も僕のポッドキャスト聞いてらっしゃったんですかあ聞,いて聞いてないけど<笑>でもなんかそ,<笑>、まあまあ、そういうそれぐらいをしてったら嬉しい<笑>えそ,そ,そういうも、まあ、ウェブサイトのホームページで見たから<笑>あよかったねでも,でもそ,そういう、うん、も
ットはなんかスポーツとかにもあるからしてた、うん、バスケットとか、うんうん、こ,こ小先生もあのスポーツとか好きですかいやスポーツなんか野球を見るのが大好きあのあ、ま、マリナーズの大ファンマリナーズですか、うん、へ下手くそだけど,どあの僕はあまりスポーツ過ごしてないんで<笑>あいい<笑>でも私野球だけそしてあの剣道やっていますあか剣道ですかさすがですね、うん、でまあそ,それだけですね、うんうんうんじゃあこれ多分なんか最後のしあ最後じゃないですかな、まあ、あと2つぐらいがあるんですけどあの<笑><笑>あのですねもしあの豆腐が知らない人がいたらちょっと豆腐日本語であの説明して,してくれないですか豆腐豆腐はねあのまあ、多分僕の観客,あの観客にいる方々多分いないですかもし一人いるなら、うんまあ、絶対いると思うでも,でもな多分見たいや日本語を勉強してるなら見たことある可能性が高いと思うけど、うん、高いですでも、まあ、覚えてないかもね豆腐、うんうん、はあの日本語を勉強してるとあの日本に行きたいか日本に住みたい人のために、えー、やっていますあ、うん、前はちょっと違ったんだけど今,そ、ね、今はあそのなんか2人3人, 3人のタイプ、うん、のためにやってるでそれ,、うん、そ,れそ,それだけだねなるほど<笑>じゃあ Well, with that, I am running short on time, trying to keep these really good at 30. But, Kocha,、um, yeah. I really do appreciate you coming onto the podcast.、Yeah. And no, no problem. Sorry about my Tameguchi all the time. <laughs> no, no, no. You're good. You're good. I was barely doing Aizuchi, so you're, you're fine. <laughs> but、um, I, I, do, I do really appreciate it. I've been trying、yeah. to get you guys on here sometime, and、um, maybe I'll be able to connect with you again here. But I do, but I do want to. Um, hit home a couple of points for the people that weren't able to listen in、uh, Japanese.、Um, that、sure. it is important to make mistakes.、Um, it is important to be able to fail. And if you learn stupid words or silly words, words you don't need, it's, it's also doesn't really matter. Just keep going. But、um, if you don't know what tofugu is, and if you're my, I have. So, so there's somewhere around like 10,000 people listening every day right now. If、cool. there is one of you who does not know what tofugu is, nice. type in tofugu. And just, it's really easy to spell. You just type that in T U G U F U. And tofu, T O, this name. Yeah, that's okay. Type it in tofugu too. You'll probably come up. Maybe. And、tofugu、go there and the just、one. enjoy the Japanese goodness that is. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. No, have to definitely, definitely it check in, it out. Koichi, you know.、um, do you have any last good parting words for the manga seto? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> do you have a, <laughs> maybe a question or a guiding? I don't have anything. I don't want to promote anything. Give, this this or... is your time for, to impart sage like wisdom to all of us young, <sighs> unknowledgeable people who just love Japan for some、That's、reason. true. I am old now.、Um, yeah, you're past 30, dude. It's pretty much over. Yeah. So, keeping, I guess, kind of keeping on, on theme.、Um, I don't know. There's a, 
there, there, there are efficient ways to do things, and, and we certainly employ those to a, a, a great degree. But like the most important thing is just the consistency of study. Um, it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not about studying eight hours a day, no. one time a week. That's, that's about the same as studying for 30 minutes a day, one time per week. It, it, it doesn't change that much. But if you study, you know, 15, 30 minutes a day, every day, like that's, that's going to be the, the key that, that gets you forward. And, you know, you can, like nothing, nothing that you study is, is wasted. I think it's all, even if it's pretty useless, it's still going to connect to something later on. Yeah. Um, so like, don't, don't spend time trying to figure out what to study. Just, just start studying and all that's going to fall into place as you learn more and get better at the language. You, you kind of get an instinct for what's useful and what's not after a while, but you need that that uh that base first so yeah, build that key cell. it's easy to plan man like humans love to plan and like yeah. think about what they're going to do in the future that's that's like why we're alive now and not some other monkey but mm-hmm. yeah don't don't plan so much it's you know it's modern days you're not going to die so just just yeah. do it you got Nike. time remember yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10,000 mistakes to become fluent so let's make mistakes and i'll see you tomorrow till then Johnny. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.